Gonna fire the tech man. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna fire the tech man. If anybody's watching, we do apologize. Two, there's two of us, so I mean you I mean you can fire both of us if you I'm want. I'm firing to. I'm firing both of you at the same time. Dang. We are having technical <laughs> difficulties. Hey, are y'all hiring? And and we have four people watching. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> so if you hear this voice. We'll take a quick commercial, real quick. Yes, real quick. is the Fox D Streaming Network. Register to come on our channel at foxdnetwork.com. Nice. Nice. So, it's there forever. Well, you guys... Is... So, we can't take it off? Can't... Uh, we've had this issue before. I don't remember how we how we got it. I mean, but look, we can still it's talk. Quick. With yeah, we, can still, we can still talk. Okay, so... We're, I'm gonna do this real quick while this beautiful new logo. See, that's what it was. They want us to show off our beautiful new logo of All Sports Plays Network. Yeah, Look at that! Sure. Look at that! It, 
Ta-da! And uh, I'm Miss LD. What's good? Go. Boom! Mic drop. Mic drop. Whoever figured it out. I think that's Tony. I'm, uh, I'm still hired, by the way. Yes, yes. Tony, you saved the day so you can stay. Freddie, on the... Yeah, we got to talk. But... <laughs> <laughs> but... I am your girl, LDZ Fashizi, or I would say Miss LD. And I'm, you know, I've decided I need to be behind asking all the questions. So I'm going to go around. Tony, like I said, you saved the day. What up, Tony? How's it going, man? It is it is a cloudy, rainy, and cold day in Ohio. So that can only mean one thing. It is football fall weather. That's what that means. Oh, H, baby. I'm a hoodie right now. Oh, H. Oh, Okay, we're gonna have to mute both of y'all. So we just gonna go. <laughs> we're going to Jonathan. What's good, Jonathan? How's Cali? Hey, what's good, everyone? It's the it's the total opposite here. It's very hot. It's in the nineties today. <laughs> we had a heat advisory throughout the throughout Southern California today, so it's been pretty hot, and it's supposed to be even hotter tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like Texas. But not this week, next week. Um, Freddie, what's good? What's going on, everybody? You know, LDZ, give you some word of advice to for the day. I know you're taking over the moderating role over here today. Don't forget, I'm still the teacher, and I Mute. still put you in your place Mute. on this side of the, of, of the screen. Good Just job, big dog. Mute. Good job. Mute. Like Tony does. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, mute him. You got one job today, Tony. Mute. That's the bad part. He can unmute himself. <laughs> and Mike, I know you're excited. So what's good? It was, it was a cold day. It was raining all day. It was freezing out. It was ghetto stuff happening all over the city. It was just a very off day. It was not a normal, um, somewhat mild September day. So it, 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 I was chilling. It was a good day. We had some good news. We can get in that in a little bit. Um, it, it, it was a decent day. Yes. And then you see we have a special co-host down at the bottom. Not you, Jonathan. Are you waving? Are you waving? Please introduce yourself. Um, I did, just wanted to say real quick, he is from Spolton Courtship with my boy, Tyler. Um, Tyler's like one of my favorite people. We talk like daily. So go ahead and introduce yourself. And hold on, Chris. Hold on. Hold on. See, you're messing up already. I'm not your favorite person. No, Tyler no. is. Tyler is my oh, inside. You interrupted Tyler, him. You, you gotta understand. Him. Tyler's yeah, my Freddy, inside. Freddy, I didn't even get to talk. <laughs> Tyler's my inside source. <laughs> hey, so uh, my name is Chris Smith. Uh, I am the Big That's Ten cool. analyst for sports and culture media, and uh, Tyler and I host a show called Two Men and a Football on Thursday nights and Saturday NFL pregame uh, we, where we talk about college football and the NFL. And uh, I am a diehard Ohio State fan, a diehard Jets fan. I know it sucks, trust me. Uh, and I'm a diehard Mets fan as well. So it's like yeah. I'm, I'm in persecution, basically. You saw my shirt, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I will say one thing. You, say you, 
You have you 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 you're, you're all good in my book. As long as you ain't no cowboy fan, you good in my book. Oh, oh hell hell no. mute mute him again, Jesus. Oh hell no. Be nice, Freddie. <laughs> Jesus, Freddie, just do 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 something. Something else. <laughs> but what I want to talk about real quick, I do have some questions, but first and foremost, because I know Chris and Mike is going to like, how about your man, Justin Fields, getting to start in Chicago, officially get the start? How do you guys feel about that? Oh, he was ready. Look at wait, look at this. We're big vibing. <laughs> We're chilling. We're vibing. I don't care if he looks bad. I don't care if he looks bad at all. Today's a new era. Today's a new era. It's the beginning of something special. Uh, maybe not long term for the season, but for me, um, you know, Odell, mm, questionable. Uh, Landry's out. Baker's banged up. I think defensively both add up. I think it's going to be a great mm -hmm. game. Um, I'll say this real quick before Chris goes, and I want to make it a point, and, and in all seriousness, I don't, I don't want anybody making jokes. Um, for me, what this means to me, it, it, it doesn't even mean this week. It means going forward because Andy Dalton, when healthy, has been the starter. He says when he's healthy again, he will be the starter no matter what. Um, that's Matt Nagy's take. That's Matt Nagy's take. It's not my take. For me, if he looks good or he even looks average, that's crap. That's complete crap. If, if we win the next two games and Justin Fields wins us three games in a row and you still bring Andy Dalton back in, I'm full on out on Matt Nagy. I'm done with it. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So if this man balls out, I'm so excited. But I'm more upset about how I'm going to be crushed and Tony's going to have to deal with me sad as hell on this network for the next week and a half when I find out we won three games straight potentially with Justin Fields and Matt Nagy brings back in the red rifle who couldn't even sling it more than 10 yards. So I'm going to be crushed if that happened. Um, I hope it doesn't, but it's a new era today. I'm really excited about it. Um, I haven't had a feeling like this since we got Jay Cutler from the Broncos and I was probably like, Ten. So it, it's, been a very long time. it's been a very long. You're laughing. You're still looking. But anyways, it's been a very Jay long Cutler. time. Said, did you say Jay Cutler? It's been a very long time. When Jay, when we first got Jay Cutler, don't even joke. When we first got Jay Cutler, it was a big deal. Jay Cutler was a dog in Denver, so it was a big deal. Did not work out. Well, that's I, obvious. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, and I'll tell you a little bit of what I think about Justin Fields and, and how it's going to go down in, in, in bear country. Uh, I give him two games that Andy's out uh, and we'll see what happens. It, Justin, as big as an Ohio State fan I am, Justin didn't look good in the second half of the last game. Uh, but he, he's getting the start by Matt Nagy over Nick Foles. So I think that's a big testament to what the Bears organization thinks right. of Justin Fields at this point. I think he's ahead as far as the playbook is concerned, as far as a lot of other things are concerned when it comes to the team. I think he's going to be one of the biggest leaders for the Bears yeah. uh, into the future. And so it, Justin Fields has basically two games to find himself – in the Bears organization, or unfortunately, they will end up bringing Andy Dalton back. Right. And, and I and, and I hope, and I hope, especially as a as a uh, Ohio State fan, that Justin Fields balls out because I think I think he's got one of the most promising upsides 
And I think, in my opinion, the Jets should have drafted Justin Fields at number two over Zach Wilson because I think Justin Fields has a higher upside than a lot of the quarterbacks that were drafted before him. Right. And I will say this before we transition, because I know we're 12 minutes into the show. And I have to talk about it because I'm pissed. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. The fact that he's starting over Nick Foles actually means nothing. Did you know who our backup quarterback was after Andy Dalton went down? Did you know? It was David Montgomery, the starting running back. Do you know why? Because even though Nick Foles was there, he refused to suit up. He didn't want to suit up. Ryan Pace said it was okay for him not to suit up because they're trying to trade him right now. Bro, that's million to stare at Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Get him out. Get him gone. Miami, Texas, Cowboys, if you want him as a backup, I don't care. Eagles can have him back. Wherever you want him, take him. Because David Montgomery is my backup quarterback going into this game, and you have a Super Bowl MVP as a quarterback, and he refuses to suit up. Bro. <laughs> Bro, what are you there's about? a reason why he's a journeyman. There's a there's Bro. reasons. Bro, you won't even pack your bags yourself. You got Ryan Pace doing it for you. Bro, go to Washington, go somewhere, but get out of my face before it gets bad, bro. Because <laughs> David Montgomery. Hey, shout out to you, Coach Dante. Shout out to you. To all our viewers, make sure you like our video, share it, like our page, follow us. On Sports and Culture, on oh. uh, Media LLC as well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, hey, that's you know bad. About, you don't want to talk about Justin Fields, Freddie? Yeah, I let mean, me I talk. Want. I want to talk. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Before oh, this talk, is going to get who interesting. Who did you – because we traded picks, Freddie. We traded picks in the draft. Who did you take? <laughs> Off rip, tell me who you took right now in the first round. It don't matter. It, it don't matter. matter. You don't know. It don't, don't matter. Know. It don't matter. Oh, Listen awesome. here. Let me talk about. I'm not gonna talk bad about them. Me, you worried that I'm gonna talk bad about your um Chicago Bears? Listen here. You know this is a great move for the Bears. They, this is something they should have done two weeks ago. Now you better bring them out there. You know, you, hey, to me, there's no taking them back now. Right. Um, you don't you don't give give him the opportunity and take it away from him because he is young. This is going to be your franchise quarterback. So it's it's up to Nagy and his offense to make it right. Um, and one thing that he do bring the different dynamic than Andy Dalton. You know, yes, he can use his arm, but he can also use his leg as well. And so hopefully with him maybe use his leg, he can help you guys win a few more games. You know, and th- Sunday, hey, it's, it's a possibility that the Bears can win against the Browns. I will not be shocked if they win because the Browns are without Landry. This, if Odell played, this will be his first game back. He, that's if he played. Nobody know, knows what the heck going on right. with that situation. Mm-hmm. So who who will Baker Mayfield's weapon be? I don't know. I know they have a running game. I know they have a defense. But you put Baker with Chicago's defense, you put Baker in a lot of pressure, he's going to have to make decisions with the football. Uh, so I believe um, the Bears' defense with um, Fields uh, added to that running game down in Chicago, they have a, they have an opportunity to go down there and upset the, Chicago, the Cleveland um, Browns. You see, I keep coming out to me and I'm being nice I don't know, I don't nice know if it's an upset because of what you said. Well, I would say it's an upset just because of the simple fact that it's Miles Garrett versus this offensive line. Now, the offensive line from the Browns is potentially a top three offense is what we're looking at versus Khalil Mack and an old Robert Quinn. You know, you got Akeem Hicks, you got Roquan Smith in them. But this offensive line is OP. This offensive line looks great on the Cleveland Browns side of things. So I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, the Bears are favored going into this game, but and not to change the subject, but um, we talked about it in the chat. I think it was me and Tony were talking about it. Um, Tony and I, pardon me. I don't want any 
you know, grammar police in the in the comments coming at me, or even Jonathan, you know, he's a teacher. I gotta watch myself. But um the true teacher. I don't want the true teacher, but I don't I don't want a Miami situation. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I was gonna give you guys the floor. I don't want a situation where Justin Fields does look good and he looks like, you know, maybe he he is promising, um, just like we know he can be. And then just like with Miami and Tua, you know, okay, we're gonna bring back Fitzmagic. In the, in the in the middle of in the middle of him balling out. So for me, it's like if this guy by any means looks like he can win you eight or more games, which I know he can, um, you know, and keep him in. But if he does look bad and he does look like okay, we do need a year to develop this. It's better if you don't. It's better than having a Zach Wilson situation where you just throw him to the wolves with no sense of backup quarterback. If it does start getting really bad, Nick Foles just saying wide open, come take him. But it's definitely a situation where, okay, I'll completely own that. And Freddie will come on here and he'll say what he has to say about, you know, the Bears putting up three points with Justin Fields or some some kind of situation like that. No, I won't. I Um, won't hate on the Bears. Why are you coming after me? It's too early for sure to come after me. Freddie, you will come at me. And we all acknowledge. I know you'll come. Yes. I know you'll come. just Just like the mailman once a day, I know you'll be there. But you know, it, it's definitely. A, Listen, a, don't be talking about Carl Malone like that. <laughs> it, but it's definitely a possibility. So, so for me though, if it if it looks bad, I completely understand because Andy hasn't looked bad yet. Andy hasn't proven to me um, that he should lose his job. I don't think he should have got it in the first place, but he got it. So at the end of the day, if Justin doesn't look great against the Lions or the Browns, um, I, I think that's a conversation to yeah, have. If he balls out, keep him in. So I'm about to come at you, right? So here's the deal, right? You can't turn around and throw a rookie quarterback into a situation when you have a veteran quarterback who knows the system and knows what they're doing. You have to give them time to learn the system, and that's what they're doing with Justin Fields. Right. And I think so So they get – you know, Andy got hurt, and, and, and so Justin Fields has the opportunity – to now turn it around and say, hey, it's my turn. Let me see what I can do. But at the same time, look what happened with the Jets. Look what happened to many rookie quarterbacks. Over You throw them to the Wolves, it's not going to end up well for the most part. You, you They sat Andy uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for how long behind Brett Favre? So th- there are different ways to handle different quarterbacks, and I think Justin Fields is one of those quarterbacks that needs – a little lesson, so to speak. So I don't think you should say Andy Dalton should should have never had the job. Andy Dalton should have the job to begin with to teach Justin Fields. See, the- okay, I agree so with that. But we're, we're gonna let you talk, let you rebuttal, we'll and then we're gonna we'll move on. Later. Then we're gonna move on. <laughs> we <laughs> could be here all night. We could be here all night with this Justin Fields who should have got the start. And I I agree with both sides. Uh, especially because your game one was against um, it was it was against the Rams. I almost called St. Louis Rams. Um, I have to remember, you know, they moved. Um, but hey. go ahead. Oh, go Mike ahead. got us to do Zach. Said Mike Hughes making big moves. That's my boy Zach. We work at Wrigley together. That's my guy right there. <laughs> oh, y'all worked at a crappy stadium in a. Crappy. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. I am, I am, I am, I am. It was slipped out of my. my I am so sorry. Yeah. But. Oh, good. I got fired at his crappy stadium. 
Well, see, that's the only one. Who's that? You should have been. You shouldn't have been drinking them beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Respect, respect the. Get out of here with that. Yeah, brought in Arenado, and what that get you? What that get you? How's we're Arenado? actually, we're actually, we're in wild card. So this is, we're actually in the oh, wild card that's, position. That's cool. I don't, and you know, if you look at every World Series win, we've been in the wild card position. We weren't. Oh in yeah, that's cool. And hey, the Giants look, every World Series wins every year. Go look. Go yeah, look. as a Dodger fan, I'm a little concerned if we end up playing you guys. I know because we always beat you. about San Diego. Yeah, and right now we beat. We just swept them. No, I, just, I meant the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, they go ahead and cancel each other out somehow. Just, <laughs> I don't even know how you're going to do it in playoffs, but figure it out. But let's talk about Lamar. Is he really the 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 man now that he finally, finally beat uh, Mahomes in Kansas City? Like, is did he prove to us that he can actually, like, make it all the way? Or do you guys believe that he's just – it was a fluke win, and the, he's still the same guy. Yeah, I'll start. Well, who's going um, first? Huh? Anybody grab? grab I'll, I'll start. So um, I'll say this. I think Lamar solidified himself as the number two quarterback, at least in the AFC. Um, I think that this was a mixture of both Lamar finally going over that hump as far as beating beating that next level. Um, but I also equivalent this to the Chiefs just having a bad game. I mean, you look at defensively, just in the past two games, the Chiefs have the worst defense in the NFL right now, just through two games. Now, I know it's still early in the season. That can very obviously change. We've seen teams completely do a 180 flip you know, halfway through the season. But as of right now, the Chiefs have a terrible defense, and it is very much showing. Now, keep in mind, they offset that with having probably the best quarterback in the game right now in Patrick Mahomes. My doggo there probably agrees. Um, <laughs> um, Dog her defense and jumped right on. I, I, hey, I, was, trying, I was trying to keep him down. And like, yeah, hey, he wants to be in on this too. I understand. Um, okay. But no, I mean, I think Lamar played a solid game. I mean, for, for what opportunities that not only his defense was able to create for him, but even the mistakes that Kansas City did to themselves, Lamar took advantage he did what he needed to do and it was evident on that uh that fourth down play when harbaugh asked him hey do you want to go for it lamar said yeah let's do it like if i if we give patrick mahomes any type of a chance and any type of time left on the clock that is an opportunity for them to win and for them to steal this game away so to me I, i think the ravens have moved forward now the injury bug unfortunately is hitting them very very hard this year as far as the running game goes so there's probably going to be a little bit of questions there on the run game and on the defensive side, uh, especially with one of their top cornerbacks being out. Um, but I still think that this solidified Lamar Jackson as being the number two quarterback in the AFC, at least. Listen here, man. Listen, I listen. Say, I was about to say, here we go. I already know nope. what this, this definitely helped solidify now, his status. Because this wasn't the Cincinnati Bengals that the Ravens beat. This was the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know. Hey, man, was that a shot? <laughs> You're right <laughs> doing shot. Hey, no, but seriously, seriously, you think you think Lamar Jackson is better than Baker Mayfield right now? I yes. wouldn't go that far to say that, but a hundred percent, yes. I don't think he's better than Josh Allen. Well, well, I, that was right. my other one. There we go. I, mean, I don't know about that either, but he looked impressive. 
in his last game. But the question that concerns me the most with Lamar Jackson is his arm strength. He's never really had great arm strength. Oh, boy. Jonathan. Somebody mute him. Next. Listen, listen, listen. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of the Lamar Jackson slander. I'm tired of it. It, he it gets old. Great arm strength. He, he do. Feet. Yes, he, he do. No, no, Jonathan. Do he's not let Jonathan. Do not let the national media fool you. Do not let Stephen A. talking about he's not an elite quarterback fool you. Tell me when Lamar Jackson has been in the. I never in said a, he wasn't an elite quarterback. No, I'm just saying a lot of people. I'm saying a lot of people let the national media fool them. When has when has Lamar Jackson been in a situation where he had a deep threat wide receiver? When he had when he had a Tyreek Hill who can get downfield, or when have he had an offensive coordinator who actually all plays for him to throw the football down downfield? Tell me when. I'm saying I mean, Hollywood Brown could get you downfield. Yeah, Marquez Brown. Yeah, Hollywood could get you downfield. It's not so much his arm strength. Let's talk about accuracy. I'm a big, huge Lamar fan, but Lamar's accuracy. Is the issue? It's not his strength. I 100 percent agree I, with that. 100 percent. He he can ball out. He yeah. can ball out. The problem he, is, he, can is, is he can't hit. He can't hit long. He can't hit long passes accurately. Right. That's and his problem. That's his problem. And I will tell you this. You know, I, and I don't know if you guys saw that's this. Too. Thank you, Victor. That was. That's the other. That's the other part. But that's yeah. true too. Yeah, he has trouble reading defense. But the guy, the guy now has tied Michael Vick for the most hundred-yard, two hundred passing yards game in NFL history. He's got eleven games where he's done two hundred yards and a hundred yards rushing. He's an elite quarterback. There's no question about that. But he's not accurate. And that's the issue. And, and that's key for me right now. I think we're going into it. We're seeing, you know, you don't have a single real running back in that room other than Lamar Jackson. Um, but for me, it, look at it right now. You have Sammy Watkins. You have Hollywood Brown. You're soon to have Bateman back, who's an amazing rookie. I think he's very slept on. I think you should uh -huh. definitely be aware of that because once he's established in this offense, I think we're going to see a very, very good trio with that offensive core. Um, you have Andrews, you have these guys. Now you have no running back. So Freddie, for me, I'm with you. Top three in the AFC. I have it Mahomes. Um, obviously I have to give it to Josh Allen right there. And then I have it Lamar Jackson. I think that's a fair order, but for me, it, it, it's just weird. And I, I get where you're coming from. You know, obviously I have Matt Nagy. So I understand the frustrations of not throwing the deep ball and not giving him these chances to do that when I know he can. I know Andy Dalton can throw. I know Justin Fields can throw. I know Lamar Jackson can throw. But when you literally don't have a single offense or a, a single running back in that offensive room and you're still not giving Lamar those chances, it kind of gives me a concern that Harbaugh really doesn't think he can do this at an effective level. So – it, it does kind of concern me. I don't know if that's more on Harbaugh or if that's more on Lamar's, you know, accuracy like we're talking about because you do have the offensive weapons now. You have guys who can blaze through the DBs in this room. I mean, Sammy Watkins can outrun just about anybody. Hollywood Brown's fast too. You know, Bateman does his thing as my boy smiles right there. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things though where I'm looking at it from a perspective of I know he can throw it deep. But does no. John Harbaugh trust him to do that in an in-game situation with the game on the line? I don't think he's there yet. If you look at how Sammy Watkins can be, so, you know, Sammy Watkins went from being a first-round wide receiver to he's kind of been a journeyman wide receiver. Yep. You know, he was – Health issues. 
Yeah, he had health issues. He was, right. let's see, he was with the Bills first, if I remember right. right. Um, then he went to he went to the Rams. Uh, then he went to, uh, he stayed with the Rams, then he went to the Chiefs. And now he's finally with his fourth team, and he's the number one guy finally again. Um, but I mean, if you watch that Sunday night game, there was a couple times Lamar put the ball where it needed to be at. And Sammy Watkins did not come up with the catch. Right. And and really, I've even talked to a lot of Ravens fans that don't like Hollywood Brown. And now could that be partially because of Lamar's accuracy as far as throwing the deep ball? Or could that potentially be some on Hollywood for not making those catches? Sure. But I mean, I, I think the Lamar has the wide receivers and the talent potentially there. I just don't know if these receivers are also willing to take that next step with Lamar both so that he can actually make that deep throw. Cause if I'm John Harbaugh, you know, if, if I got a 50, 50 shot with Sammy Watkins and a 50, 50 shot with Hollywood Brown, if I throw the deep ball, but if I got a, you know, 90% chance, if they're doing it a short route over the middle, I'm probably going to take the short route over the middle. And if Lamar has to use his legs, he has to use his legs. You mean, but, you're going to, you're going to throw it to Mark Andrews is basically what pretty much. Pretty exactly. Much. Pretty exactly. much. Yeah. I do have a question and um, I know this wasn't like part of our original questions, but cause I know it's his contract. You know, he's about to get get paid. Does his accuracy affect that? No. He needs no. to get paid top dollar. Lamar Jackson is a special talent. We we we're not we don't see too many quarterbacks his statue of talent in the NFL. Like let's like let's pump the brakes. We're not gonna come over and say, oh, because he might not I mean we seen Sunday when it was time for him to make big throws, he made big throws. You guys seen the one when he came up, stood over his over center, and he made that deep throw for the touchdown pass. Yeah, we, we, he was a freak. So, yeah, so yeah. so let's not so let's not act like this dude cannot throw the football. This dude can throw the football. I mean, he, he like like Mike said, this dude does not have a running back. I mean, all his three running backs got hurt even before the season started. The he's not what's holding the Ravens back from winning the beating the Chiefs. Let's let's not let's not even put this on him. Yes, yes, he needs to develop be a better quarterback in the playoffs. But he's not the he's not the only problem down there down there in Baltimore. So right. Uh, if, I, if I'm the Ravens, I'm paying him whatever whatever he wants. Right. I but. think I think you definitely do give him top dollar, and I think a big part of that is I, I think you know health. Health is a big part of it. You know, this is a guy that nobody really thought was going to remain healthy due to the fact of how he plays the game. But he has shown you no reason to to feel that way. He has shown you no reason that oh Lamar Jackson has knee problems, Lamar Jackson has leg problems. He doesn't have any of these issues. So he's living up to every single Madden, my career player that you've ever had. This guy's got 99 speed. This guy's an amazing passer um, when he needs to be. And and he's proven to you that he can win an MVP. He's proven to you he can take you to the playoffs. He's proven to you he can be that guy you build the team around. Um, and he's continuing to develop that. Now, one of the points I wanted to make, and it, and it has something to do with his um, payday, is John Harbaugh and, and, and just the play calling. You know, I understand – that Lamar Jackson isn't a completely accurate passer. He's not the greatest. It's not his greatest strength. He has the arm. He has the legs. He can do it all. His decision-making, sometimes it's dicey, but, I mean, name one player in the NFL that doesn't have dicey plays. You know what I mean? But it's the fact to me that I don't think John Harbaugh is confident enough in his play calling to help Lamar Jackson throw the deep ball. That's how I look at it. I think Lamar Jackson can do it. I think he definitely can be accurate. Like Tony mentioned earlier, Sammy Watkins has to come up with that. Um, But I also think, you know, 
these players on the defense, they understand Lamar Jackson's strengths, and everybody in this league knows Harbaugh's offense by this point. So for me, it's more of does Harbaugh need to continue to develop that offense, or does he need to find a new offensive coordinator to make better plays, make better decision-making for Lamar Jackson so he can find these open windows and he can do that? If he can do that and they can bring in a guy to do that for him, I think you see a totally different Lamar Jackson. Now, if they do that and he still can't, I, then, then that's a conversation for another day. And that's then I have, then I, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And what we're thinking, because, you know, most coaches, you know, they play to their quarterback's potential. Do you think that they're coaching for Lamar? Or do you think they're kind of, he's kind of winning it majority of right. the play calls? I think he's kind of just, I think he's just kind of winging in a majority of play calls. Um, kind of like what Mike said is, is can he, can he bring in guys or can he build this offense around Lamar? To, to me, and and I kind of agree with what Anthony commented here that Lamar is going to break the cap, and I, and I think yeah. he will because, I mean, they are going to pay top dollar to keep him because if you know they don't, somebody else will. Green Bay. Um, <clears throat> but I think I think the only bad part about that is, and, 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 and even though I'm not a big fan of the dude, I, I am not the biggest Tom Brady fan, but Tom Brady legitimately has the formula. Tom Brady has never been a top-paid quarterback in the NFL when you know there are many people that argue he's the greatest quarterback in the league but what has that come with Tom Brady making those sacrifices he they have been able to go out and get those free agent pieces that they need to build that team around him you know look at Tampa Bay they brought back all 22 starters from the Super Bowl and what happened Tom Brady didn't count anything for them against their money dudes were taking pay cuts they were still getting top dollar to a point but they were taking pay cuts and I think for Lamar to I think he does need a new offensive coordinator. I think Greg Roman is one of those. Once people kind of figured out how RG3 ran, once they kind of figured out how Colin Kaepernick ran, especially in this new modern-day NFL, right. teams started, started to study that and take that away. You now start to limit your mobile quarterback, which is what Lamar is, and then you potentially run the risk of him getting injured. And then once that happens, I think that significantly shortens Lamar's career, uh, especially if he doesn't bring in somebody and doesn't bring in guys to help develop him and turn him. He doesn't have to be a full pocket passing quarterback, but if he does get injured, that's what he may have to rely on. And unfortunately, we saw it with RG3. RG3 was a rookie sensation that we had never seen before in the NFL. And unfortunately, injuries derailed him. They tried to make him into a passing, a pocket passing quarterback, and you notice right. it. They didn't build the team around him. Right. They didn't give him a good offensive coordinator. They did not give him good weapons. And unfortunately, RG's, RG3's career was cut extremely short than what it could have been. And I think Lamar has much more potential than that to cut that short. Can we put Victor's comment up? And Because um, I agree with this. Um, this run – and we want them to run heavy, but you got to – now you can't really run heavy unless it's Lamar. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know – What's John's going out there? Consistency is winning games when you're able to run and throw. And for your quarterback to do majority of your running because everybody's hurt, don't drink the water in Baltimore if you're a running back in any kind of level. I don't care. Just don't drink the water. Um, but what can they do? Hey, like, LDZ, before we get into it, let's take a quick commercial break because this oh, is right. getting good. Let's think about it. Yeah, to all our viewers out there, hey, make sure you follow our page, like our page, share us, um, react to this video, complete in the comments what you think about what we're talking about. And after this, after this, um, com after this commercial, we'll be right back with you guys. 
Hey everyone, Kelsey Nicole Nelson here, a DMV-based sports reporter and host, working right now with the Draft Network and listening with KNN on Fox Sports Radio, as well as many other things. Look, if it's in D.C., I cover it, trying to bring the sports fans the knowledge and news that they need. But anyways, I'm not here to talk about myself. I'm here to tell you all about the ASAP Sports Network. That's all sports, all plays network, because let me tell you, the fellas bring the heat each and every show and each and every time they come on. I've had a chance and a privilege to be a special guest. I'm already looking forward to the next time. But again, the ASAP Network is going to be one that you all want to check out on social media because there's good sports shows and then there's great sports shows and then there's the ASAP Sports Network. Check them out on social media. You won't be disappointed. Again, give me my endorsement to them because they're just that good. So be sure to check them out. You won't regret it. Bye, guys. Yeah. Back, back. yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back. How'd you get there? Move him over. Thank yes, you. please. Thank you. Thank He's you. Trying to take over the show. Yeah, I, I like I that that pop display. I, I want to keep seeing it because I'm just so mesmerized by it. Y'all don't understand how much money is sitting over there. Like, oh, uh, you guys, we ain't gonna you, talk about it. We you guys want to go later. through? You guys want to go through some good stuff? Um. Good I got, stuff. I, I got good stuff behind me. Yeah, I've got memorabilia. I saw that, and I was oh, like, "That's cool." I got Mike Tyson signed boxing gloves. Larry Bird signed basketball. Mike Dick is signed football. I got jerseys out. Yeah, man, I mean, you got to pull this play too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, when we were talking to him, I was like, "Ooh, what's <laughs> what's that?" The fan in me, the fan in me, uh, saw that. But you know, we've been talking about Lamar. And I know we're like, what, 30 minutes in, 30, almost 40 minutes in. So I want to add another topic because I did add some questions about Lamar that I did I not mean to, but it was, it was a great, we had to ask. It was a good conversation. Um, it was great conversation, but I do want to talk about the Niners because the Niners, you know, week one, of course they blew out the Lions, blew them out, dominated, but I get it. It's the Lions. But then, you know, they went to Philly and it was the most boringest game in North America. Yeah. Um, and they lost. You know, and they, they beat them, but it was by, like, that much. And they should have beat them by, like, that much. Because yeah. that's what me and Tony, you know, me and Tony believe. Tony. Um, so, are they contenders? Or are they just beating the bad teams? I feel like, personally, um, and, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with being a contender or not, I think the next three games are key for Trey Lance and what his future is with them. If we're looking at the next three games for the 49ers, this week alone, you know, you're playing against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. So if Jimmy Garoppolo isn't doing his thing, you know, you already have Elijah Mitchell's injured now. You had a great thing with him going, you know, amazing rookie, came out of nowhere. Um, if you didn't follow that draft heavily, you didn't really know about him. You know, he looked amazing. Boom, he's banged up. Now you have another running back out. Your other running back's out for the year. Jimmy G's still not really there. Um, so you play Green Bay. Then you play Seattle with Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, and all that. Then you have to go against <laughs> – you have to go against J.J. Watt, Isaiah Simmons, and Chandler Jones in, in, in the following week. Then you play the Colts. Then you play the Bears. Um, so it's going to be a very hard next few games for this team. And, and to find out whether they're contenders or not, I think all depends on – how far is Kyle Shanahan willing to go in trusting Jimmy Garoppolo? I think at some point or another, if you drop the next two or three games, you have to throw Trey Lance in there. I, I truly do feel that. I know he had a finger splint issue. Um, I, I know that's getting a little bit better. I know he's he was available against the Eagles. It didn't feel like putting him in there, which 
okay, whatever. That doesn't make sense, but whatever. It's one of those things. But it, it to me, I definitely think it's going to be a very interesting watch. I think if you are playing fantasy, keep an eye on Trey Lance and his availability um, in, in waivers. So I, I think it's going to be a very interesting next couple of weeks. See, Mike yeah. got all the people. Mike got bringing all tonight. the all, and he is famous. Love, like, man. look at this. He getting the love. Yeah, Mike is getting the love. And then Steve over here just, you know what, Steve? We that's why you a Mets fan because that that comment. Sorry, sorry, Chris, but that's why. But I love Steve. He's one of my one of my favorite 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 Mets people. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Here's, sorry. The, here, here's the deal. Jimmy Garofalo went twenty two for thirty in the last right. game. 189 yards, not great yardage, but did great in the passing game. And I think you're going to see, and and I'll say this, Trey Sermon, as an Ohio State fan, I think he is going to be one of the unsung heroes that you will see step up that the 49ers need uh, (laughs) moving forward. I think Trey Lance is kind of going to do what Justin Fields did with the Bears before Andy Dalton got hurt. I think you'll see him in, uh, you know, kind of wildcat, kind of a, like a Mariota thing. But but I don't think I don't think Trey Trey Lance is going to be the starter this year. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a very good quarterback. Um, you know, he very he's, good. He he's a very accurate quarterback. Uh, he may not get the huge yardage. Uh, you know, the three, 400 yards a game, right. but he's very accurate when it comes to passing. And so I think, uh, how are you going to take a rookie like Trey Lance and put him in a situation where you're not going to be absolutely sure he's, you know, do you want him to be a Lamar Jackson type? Do you want him to be a pocket passer? I mean, that's a conversation that needs to be had with Trey Lance and I but I don't think this is his year. I think it this is Jimmy's team and I think you'll see that for the rest of the season. Chris is absolutely right here. If Jimmy G can stay healthy, he's Kyle Shanahan's guy all season. I mean he knows the playbook, you know, um Kyle Shanahan knows what to expect from his guy and he's definitely gonna stay with him. The only way Trey Lance takes over if Jimmy G goes down for the season. Gentlemen, 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 and PM oh, and Miss LaDonna. I hear I hear I'ma let everybody talk and I'm gonna talk. I'm just gonna say there's a reason why the 49ers paid Jimmy G the money that they paid him. I bet I bet you they wish they was took it back because you see you seen what happened in that Super Bowl. They said, Okay, Jimmy G, take us home in the fourth quarter, and what did he do? He wet the bed. I would, say, I would say Kyle wet the bed more than Jimmy. Well, Jimmy G, he could. Well, quite a few great quarterbacks that wet the bed. Well, if Jimmy G could get the job done, he had to worry about his quarterback wetting the bed. If he could depend on his quarterback to make throws, he I wouldn't have to worry about that. Player who didn't get the job done. Well, that's, that's, hey, at hey, the hey. end of the day, we're not going to. This I know NFL. basketball. This no. NFL. Don't get me started on that. Up, not pull tonight. Up pull up Steve's listen, comment while you're talking. Second so Listen, listen, man. Jimmy G is a core is a player is a game managing quarterback. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it's about to be Freddie Facts. He's a game managing quarterback, and that's what he is. But when when the games get tight, when they need a big play, can we depend on Jimmy G? I'm not sure. I'm not sold on Jimmy G. You know, the question was, um, what was the question, LaDonna? Because I think everybody avoided your question. What was your question again? I didn't. 
No, no, Mike actually. Okay, actually Mike did, but everybody else did. What was the question? Everybody, do you think they're going to be contenders, or do you think they're just beating up on raggedy seams? Listen, they're not beating up on nobody. Let's be honest, because Sunday, um, the Eagles should have won. You know, um, so they well, they be, they. Well, they kind of barely beat them. Yeah, so that they escaped out of that. So they, it's not like that they went up there and just manhandled them. Um, no. You know, maybe that's maybe that may be the fact that the Eagles might be a little bit better than everybody expected them to be. But you know. The 49ers' problem is health. It's been like that for the last couple of years, um, and it's starting to be the problem this year. Um, but I don't, I do not believe Jimmy G can can be the starting quarterback for the 49ers. Not in that division, as strong as that division is, because there will be moments when times where they, you want to depend on your quarterback, and Jimmy G is not that quarterback that you can depend on. I don't think um, the, the back um, uh, Trey Lance will see the field as well. So. With that being said, I believe this year is going to be a wash. You know, I believe it's going to be a wash. I believe they're going to trade Jimmy G to get his money off the books. And then I believe they're going to say, you know what? Let's bring Aaron Rodgers in here next year. Let's bring him in there. We got this defense. We got the running game. We got Kittle. We got Kittle <laughs> in the crew. Yo, yo, yo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Freddie. Yeah. Freddie, what are you smoking over there? Hey, I'm smoking the truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm smoking the truth. Now you see where Because listen, listen, if they get that Aaron Rodgers, listen, listen, everybody. Oh, they, if they get Aaron Rodgers on 49ers, I will say this. They are a Super Bowl contender. That puts them in the conversation. That puts them because so right Jimmy now we G never brought them to a Super Bowl. But what did he do? But J- Jimmy G never brought him to a Super Bowl. Yes, but he'll never do it again. Who did he lose to? But that running game and that elite defense did, did brought him there. Not Jimmy G, no. Right, and so he doesn't have an elite running back right now because they're all injured, right? Yes. But guess what? You put. But guess what? You know which way my hat should go. You put an air. You about to spin my hat around because you're talking crazy. <laughs> but guess what? You put Aaron Rodgers in this situation. <laughs> you don't have to worry about your running back going down. He's going to take what? you there with that what? defense. What? What? He's a major part of your offense. What is Aaron Rodgers' offense? Ready? Ready? What is Aaron Rodgers' offense? One at a time. One at a time. What did Aaron Rodgers do last season? Why didn't he run for it on fourth down? When he had because he had a boneheaded coach that he thought he had a fourth down play. That's why. Okay, excuse me. We ain't gonna talk about AA Ron and his non-running abilities because I could have ran that. Two, I'm with Chris. I am with Chris on this. Like you're you're talking nonsense. You know, I was agreeing with you, and I was with you, Freddie. It felt kind of it felt kind of weird that I was agreeing with you, Freddie, and I was like, oh, okay. And then you went, you jumped off on the deep end. I agree with you. I do not believe that Jimmy G is the man for the Niners. I, I don't think something's not going well with that relationship between the Niners and Jimmy G. Do I believe his accuracy? Like Chris said, I, of course I, I agree with that, but there's something wrong. Maybe because of all the injuries that might maybe, be, maybe you know, that might, that might be a big part. Do I think he might be traded? There's a good, I, there's a good chance because they paid, Overpaid. That's just my personal opinion. They overpaid for Jimmy G to right. get him off the books. Right, right. I, I, a big part of his overpaying too was, you know, the whole New England thing and the, the yep. fact that he might potentially be, you know, Tom Brady's successor and he might, he was under Belichick and he worked with Brady. But then yeah. we find out once he gets to the 